0: happy thursday welcome to the program nice sunny skies out there minus seven look at that weekend forecast 15 degrees on sunday a mix of sun some or mix of cloud and some rain possibly some snow coming back on monday by way of introduction i have this other job where i am the anchor guy i am uh, the news anchor in the local news here in toronto i also host focus ontario so You know, I, and I've been doing this for decades and I've, I've made some blunders in my career. There's no two ways about it, but what I'm going to play for you next is jaw-dropping. This is from Indian TV. And this, this is the kind of thing that would keep me up at night if this ever happened to me as a host. So this is from Indian TV. Uh, there's a lot of yelling going on the, the the host is interviewing two sides on the Ukrainian conflict. And for two minutes, the host is just going off and he's, he's yelling at this one, this one guest. And then this happens. Dear host, I have not said a word yet. I don't know why you're yelling at me. No, I'm not yelling point at point you. On. I'm talking about Mr. McAdams. I'm talking about Mr. I Mr. McAdams. Mr. McAdams. I am Mr. McAdams. Oh, I am Mr. McAdams, and I haven't said a word. So stop yelling at me.
1: Okay, sorry, I got that confused. I got that Ukrainian confused. Ukrainian guy who's going
0: nuts. Okay, I, not
1: me. Yes, I got that. I got that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whoops. Whoops.
0: All right. Coming up in the uh, program, we're going to be talking about T-Rex. Do you love dinosaurs? I love the science of the dinosaurs. I've got to tell you, this story is fascinating. The world of paleontology is afire right now, just on fire with this controversy over whether or not the T-Rex is what we think it is, or is it three different separate species? Ooh. Paleontologists, when they get going, man, just watch out. we got that coming up. Also, Who's Sorry Now? This is our ongoing uh, series on on Who's Sorry Now? An apology from a UK sports channel who says, "Uh, we are sorry we called that soccer player a racist on the air. That was incorrect. We shouldn't have called him that. What we should have called him was a rapist. So what? That is coming up in the program. Plus, Mike Schreiner, the leader of the Green Party, is with us in our next segment. But let's get to it. Our top story. Well, our top story is a fascinating story coming out of the courts in Guelph, Ontario. It's about freedom of speech, the role of the courts in enforcing fairness on social media, which is a place where there is no fairness Whatsoever. Here is what's happened. A Guelph man tweeted on his company's Twitter account an offensive derogatory slur about transgender people and accused the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, of defiling the national flag because Justin Trudeau was at a gay pride parade and he was waving a flag that combined uh, both the rainbow and the maple leaf together. So he puts all of this out on Twitter and then others retweet it and call him out for it. So then he... the man sues those people for defamation, for defamation, for retweeting and sharing what he originally put out there. Now, his lawsuits were dismissed in court this week by an Ontario judge who cited strategic litigation against public participation, which is known as SLAP, or sometimes you hear it called anti-SLAP, and to talk about This fascinating case, I'm pleased to welcome to the program, Hillary Young, who's a law professor at the University of New Brunswick.
1: Welcome. Thanks very much.
0: Uh, Give me a sense of how often we're seeing this SLAP legislation used and and how does it apply to online content like this?
1: Yeah, so in Ontario, excuse me, in Ontario, it's only been the law since the end of 2015. So this is a new tool. Uh, and it's being used quite a lot, actually, um, more than a hundred times. I don't have an exact uh, number for you, but it's being used quite a bit. Uh, and it can be used for any um, any time someone is sued in relation to public interest speech. So it doesn't have to be online, but it certainly can be online. Uh, and uh, the idea, as you sort of got at in your intro, I think is to is to um, have cases dismissed that are, you know, that, that, that don't have any merits and that are kind of bullying or, or that are uh, seeking to silence a speech on matters of public interest. And so the idea is to to get them uh, shut down as early as possible because um, getting sued and having to defend yourself uh, is a really um, time consuming and expensive thing.
0: Now, now you've written that the legislation that we have is still pretty onerous. To actually, you still have to go through this process of being able to apply slap legislation to say, no, this is ridiculous. This is, this is a frivolous lawsuit.
1: It's such a difficult problem to solve because, of course, uh, you know there are these um, really obvious slap cases; these obviously frivolous suits. Um, But it can be hard in in many cases to know whether something is frivolous or to know what the motives are behind it. And you don't want to lightly take away someone's right to sue in defamation. So um, it's really hard to find that right balance between not making it too onerous to get a case shut down in an early stage, but also, you know, not too um, uh, readily um, removing people's right to sue.
0: Should there be a different bar for individuals and corporations on this?
1: Well, my own view is that corporations shouldn't be allowed to sue in Australia, in uh, in Canada. In Australia, uh, large corporations can't. There's a whole separate regime that applies to spreading lies about corporations. Uh, so, you know, that's my view would be a lot simpler. Corporations couldn't sue at all. I mean, there are some um, other places that set different rules. Like England has, a, has a, a, um, a higher bar that has to be met for corporations. So, you know, that might be a good idea. But of course, there are lots of, um, corporations that are faced with, uh, lies spread about them too. And they also have an interest in making sure the truth gets out and they can protect their very valuable reputations.
0: In this case in particular, where we have something put out on Twitter and then we have it reshared, and an accusation of defamation, is the law up to date enough to be able to deal with these social media intricacies?
1: Um, that's a big question. I mean, for starters, I'll say the the, the, the law certainly applies to things like uh, sharing something on Twitter or retweeting something. Really, anytime you make information available, uh, that's called publishing and you're potentially uh, subject to a defamation suit. So there's no difficulty there. Um, but it's certainly true that the law was created in a very different world of Professional publishers who had sort of editorial standards, um, and uh, you know, fewer people could publish and fewer people were published about. And so uh, I think the law is struggling a little bit to keep up with the sheer number of cases and to figure out a way to deal with the sort of high volume, low value nature of a lot of these uh, disputes online.
0: It's fascinating stuff. Hillary Young, I appreciate your time today. Please be well.
1: Thank you. My pleasure.
0: That's Hillary Young, who's a law professor at the University of New Brunswick, talking about this fascinating story out of Guelph uh, involving the anti slap legislation where a guy who says, no, 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 you've, you, have, um, you ha- have defamed me simply because you retweeted the offensive stuff that I put out there originally. We're back in a second.